0: Hey there. So one of the things that I really, really love talking about is how to shine online. Pam Perry Pierre, we help you shine online. But how do you use that shine to really leverage it so that you can get clients? It's not just about shining, putting out funny videos and putting out pretty pictures, right? Which is, which is cool. You should have good content. But let's talk a little bit deeper about content. So today I have a guest all the way from Dubai uh, that will be talking about, especially if you're a coach and a speaker, about how to really amplify your online presence, how to really make your voice heard, how to stand out above the noise. Yes, we have podcasts, we have TikToks, we have all of those things. But one of the things that I want to bring to you every single week, is guests that really have been in the trenches and she's been doing her business for about 15 years. So her name is Amba, and we will talk to her right after this.
1: Welcome to the get out there and get known podcast. Join Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy award winning producer and publisher of speakers magazine, who will show you how to crack the code and getting out there to get known each week. She either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry.
0: Hey there. So, you know, one of the things that is really interesting is that the internet, right? It pulls people from all around the world. And I've been watching this young lady for a while. I watch a lot of people online and I pretty much am a good perceiver about who is real and who is fake. And uh, we'll talk about the fake ones today. We talked about that a couple of podcasts ago, so you can go and check that out with me and uh, Dr. Cecilia Greenbar. But really one of the main things is being authentic online to really know how to shine online, how to amplify your authority online and which we'll talk about. This particular young lady that I'm going to bring up, Amber, has some lessons that she learned over the years being online for about 15 years. Um, Like I said, she's all the way from Dubai, but she actually lives, um, is actually from Nigeria.
2: Hey! Hey. Hi. Hi, Hi. Dr. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. And you? Good, good.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. And greetings to Luginia as well. Uh, (laughs) So you were actually, give a little bit of background. You were born in Nigeria. You live in Dubai. And your company name, I want to put this across the the bottom (laughs) of the scroll, is I Dare Not Dread. And so you've been pretty much a risk taker, right? You're, You're doing all the things. Like you moved from Nigeria all the way to Dubai. And you've been there for about a year now. And yes, a year and
2: yeah, yeah, at the end of 2021.
0: Yes, yes. So you have, um, what I say, a very authentic brand, and I Thank love you. what you do. Uh, you. You're a content writer. You're you're a techie, but one of the things that you're really a business coach, and you help people really get out of the fear of shining. I saw you post the other day on Facebook saying, "Oh, you're going to be interviewed, and you're trying not oh, to."
2: You saw that
0: trying not to fear. I said, no, no, I dare not dread. You're going to do this. And I was tracking you down, Miss Lady. I was like, she's doing this interview today. Okay. (laughs) Wow. wow. (laughs) We talked a while ago and, and I told you, I said, it was refreshing to see um, just how your content is very engaging and then how you work with your clients. And, and you're very smart. You're very smart in terms of doing all of this. Um, give us a backstory a little bit before we get into how you moved to Dubai from Nigeria, first of all.
2: Oh, wow. That was like very, very, <laughs> it was a risk taking venture, right? Mm-hmm. So we told out that sometime in between November, October, I felt sick. So, I was really, really sick. And it turned out that after I recovered, my husband and I just had this little chat like, okay, so what's our plan? And maybe before I was sick, we didn't really have the time to sit down and talk about stuff like this Mm -hmm. in details because we're busy going about our businesses. But at that time, I was more settled. And so I was just recovering. And we had this chat in the bedroom. I was like, okay, do we plan to be here next year? And we said, I don't think so. Do we want to pay the next rent in the apartment that we were in? And we said, we we, we just didn't want to do that. And we figured, okay, so what do we do next? We either choose to stay back in Nigeria or move somewhere. And we figured, okay, if we want to go to the UK, that may take some planning. We have to figure out what to do, how to get about that. And then we figured, okay, where's the next feasible place we can relocate to? and somewhere <laughs> sometime a year earlier we had had this discussion very likely, and we drew it back again and we we're like how about we go to dubai right there i picked up a few contacts he called a few people we got contacts we got speaking with some agents and we fixed the date it was set just like that my husband and i took the risk to oh my God. walk away from nigeria Move to Dubai and set up new opportunities for ourselves here. It's amazing. <laughs> that guys.
0: is so good. That is so good. And one of the things, because you have a digital business, I mean, you can do business yes. with anyone anywhere. And that's exactly. one of the beauties of doing digital marketing. And so you went to uh, the university and you studied uh, digital marketing?
2: You know, I did international development as my master's. And after that, I did digital marketing certifications with Google and with um, Red and Yellow School of Magic, University of Stellenbosch, South Africa. So I have certifications in digital marketing and experience also because after that, I got to work with um, non-governmental organizations Mm -hmm. and the core was about digital marketing strategies and helping small businesses grow online.
0: And that's what you do. That's what you do. You help businesses grow online. And so one of the things, I'm going to just read a little bit of some of this. It's like the 15 lessons that I've learned in almost oh. a decade of coaching businesses online. Yeah, I've been checking you out. So, Amber, a- oh, wow. <laughs> I love, I love your writing. I love your authenticity. Um, I know we're in the age of AI and that sort of thing, but I can just really, I spoke with you before and I just know this is you. And one of the things that I really like what you said is um, it's on her LinkedIn and that kind of thing, but 15 lessons. One of them is that you can't make a client ready when they are ready. They are ready. Just be on their radar to stay ready. Mm-hmm. Which is one of the key things that even though I've been watching you a while and I had an email the other day from someone that says, hey, I've, I've been getting your emails for a while. I'm finally responding. I'd like to set up a time to talk with you. And it's like you stay on their radar by sending out the emails, doing the podcast, doing the lives over people. here on the side. Right. It's like, hey, how you doing? Uh, but you stay on their radar because when they're ready, they're ready. And you want them to find you. And how long do you think people, quote unquote, watch you before they become a client? Just estimate.
2: Estimate. Okay. So the way it works is, some people are just at the time when they needed service, and some aren't. And as business owners, what we tend to do is we just show up either ways. We show for those. We show up for those who are ready now, and show, and show up for those who are yet to be ready. Now, for those who are ready now, they know they have a problem right now. They know this thing has been boggling them. They, they've paid other people before, other coaches. They've not gotten the result they need. They know there's a missing piece. But when they now hear your message, they come across you. is an instant go, And that's the kind of clients actually like to attract. Those who know that it is time to get a solution now. Mm-hmm. Now, on the other end, those who aren't ready, we call them like... We call them nurturing, we call that angle nurturing. You nurture them till they get to that point of readiness. And it could take up to, to two years less, from two years down. I've had people who have actually been with me a long time. Like one of my my clients, yes, last year who paid me premium to work with me one-on-one. She had followed me for good three years. Wow. On the side That's lines. what I'm saying. Tell like you. three years. Like, what <laughs> <is it? laughs> she had followed me on the sidelines closely, closely. And it's not just her. A lot of people who reach out to me tell me, Amber, I have been watching you. Many of them know where I started. They know when I started. They followed my progress. And they've seen how, like you said, authentic. They've seen me grow. Mm-hmm. And they're watching like. If I don't catch up with her right now, she's probably gonna just move and I wouldn't I won't even get a chance to to connect with her. So yes. usually, yes, we accommodate those kind of things. We accommodate people who aren't ready. Even though, yes, we want to go after those who are ready. Those who aren't ready, they are there for our nurturing. And that's like you said, Dr. Pam, that's where. You just stay on their radar through your podcast, mm-hmm. through your YouTube channel, through your emails, your marketing emails, mm-hmm. or through mm-hmm. your content on social media. And that kind of brushes them up to date or keeps them up to the point where they can say, okay, good, I, I need you now. And so you up. Yes.
0: Yeah. So what is your specialty? Because your book is called um, Good Product?
2: Yeah, One Good Product.
0: One Good Product. So is that really like your lane of genius, I guess you would say, helping people to... Um, Produce the one good product.
2: Yes, more 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 often than not. Yes, because it's more of like my story. My story. It's how I started, right? You know, I was on the scene. I was just being a marketing genius, a marketing expert, and I was teaching everyone marketing online until I discovered this one product that just blew out of proportion, like blew beyond my expectation, and that was when I started my ebook launch program. I started our program in 2019. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Interestingly, March 2023 is going to make it four years. Wow. And that one product is still existing to date. That's amazing. And it made me realize that sometimes you don't need to jump from one product to the other. Just pick one thing and dig deep into that. Go down, go deeper Mm -hmm. into that. Mm -hmm. Let that be something that becomes your super, your super program. A super offer yes and eventually when you want to build something else it would be it would be a fallout from that not mm-hmm. like you move to another direction entirely so for me it started with me creating my first good product which was the ebook launch program where i teach people how to I teach people how to build authority by launching their books online mm-hmm. you know becoming authors until i have been able to train over 300 women to become authors amazing you know and it's beautiful because when those women work with me and they be, become authors the next level for them is like okay amber i need an online course i need you to help me with that mm-hmm. and so it turns out that that becomes a fallout from my one group product next thing i'm creating online courses next thing i'm creating coaching programs to serve them or to help them create their own coaching mm-hmm. programs or consulting offers so it's just amazing because sometimes people think it has to be so many things i'm of the belief that Start from one, then branch out to ten. Instead oh, of starting from ten, branching down
0: to one. You're not gonna. You're not gonna do it. You're not gonna start out with ten and branch out to one. You're gonna be ten and <laughs> exactly. scattered and burn out and quit. That's what's gonna burn happen. <laughs> I know. So I like the fact that the book is available on Amazon, and we'll yeah. come back and I'll actually get the book so I can actually go through the book with you as well on Amazon Live. Right now we're just on Hey Facebook um, in my Brand Your Best Life group, and then also on LinkedIn and on YouTube, and then obviously on the podcast when it goes through. But I wanted to talk a little bit about your lessons that you learned. And, you know, you have the one good product, you have all of the goods, and it's it's like within your own world. So how do you amplify your authority so that the people who want you, who are looking for you now, find you and work with you and they become your clients and then there's ones that are so to speak when they're ready they know who to come to because you have been consistent in your content that's the part that I really love that you talked to me when we talked before about how you're only speaking to those people that are the ready now it may not you may not have 10,000 25,000 followers but you know you're speaking to that one client that is ready now. So tell us a little bit about that uh, philosophy or framework that you have for that.
2: Okay. So it's for me, like you said, you mentioned one word that I stick by it's consistency, right? And you know, you can't wink in the dark. If you do, you're the only one who, is, who knows what you're doing. No one can see you. So no matter what you produce, book, course, program, offer, whatever it is, if you don't go out there and show it off no one will know it exists Mm -hmm. so the way we show off our expertise or show what we've got is how we show up online and you know some people may have their way about doing that some may choose to just go the articles approach you know creating blog posts you know on their social on their websites or blogs Mm -hmm. leveraging SEO which is search engine optimization for some other people, it may be a YouTube channel, and they just pay there consistently. For some other person, maybe a podcast. Some people, maybe LinkedIn, they stay on there and create a community. I mean, the whole idea with social media has given us leverage. Mm-hmm. And the earlier we can take advantage of that, the better. Yes, there's room for you know traditional media and stuff, but there's so much we can measure up when we go online. And for me, content marketing tops the game for me. Mm -hmm. I am of the belief that the more people I can get to see what I do, the higher my chances of selling. And if you ask me now, like you ask the framework I follow, I believe in conversations. Yes. And it's interesting because before now, before I went premium, was there serving high ticket clients. It was for me just, okay, pull out that offer, do ads, push people, push out those (laughs) ads to people to see it. (laughs) But here's the thing. That can work if you are selling a low ticket offer or you're looking yes. at you know, massive audience or you just want people to pick the offer without having to engage with you one-on-one. But you see, when I went high ticket, everything changed because it relied on one-on-one conversations. Like when I sent clients to go check a website, I know they are not gonna check that. They're gonna mm-hmm. still come back to me, so why bother? Mm-hmm. I believe in a one-on-one conversation and that's the framework I follow. If First things first, I put out content. I get noticed. I want new eyeballs. (laughs) I want new eyeballs. Mm -hmm. I want new ears. I want new people to hear about me because it's really a game of numbers. The more people who get to hear about you, the more your chances of selling. So Mm -hmm. I put out a lot of content out there. YouTube, Mm -hmm. LinkedIn, um, organic content on my social, on my Facebook and my Instagram. Instagram. Mm -hmm. And that's how I show out and show up video, I leverage video. And when that happens, I convert people to have conversations with me. Sometimes I put out a free audit. I say, okay, let's do an audit. I'm going to audit your process because I need to identify what you're doing wrong and help give you advice free. And that's what I do. And I offer free advice. And it turns out that many of them want me to go the extra mile with them after that is given. And after that, we just head on to the call and boom client signs on and we walk I together.
0: love that
2: <laughs> that's so much easier for people <laughs> pray right now because I just need to work with only a few clients and I'm done for the month I've hit my goals for the month and it works that way it makes me more comfortable because I'm I'm getting relationships one-on-one with people rather than just sending people to a link
1: mm-hmm.
2: I'm getting into tight conversations I'm getting to know where it hurts them most what they've done before how I can come in and not just that when I'm even done with the service the relationship continues. Like, I have a program, I have um, uh, a LinkedIn life I'm having tomorrow, right? And all the people on that LinkedIn life are people I have worked with. Oh,
0: Coaching. that is good. Them.
2: I've helped them become authors, I've yes. them through the programs, and I'm carrying them along on the journey of showing up to new audiences because that's how you get heard. That's how thought leadership is identified. You can't be a thought leader and hide in your bedroom. No. You have no. Out there.
0: <laughs> yes. I love that. And and the thing that um you kind of said a little bit is like you're not used to really being in the limelight. You know, you're not really, you know, you really prefer, you know, teaching and you know you're it's 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 a different kind of persona that you have to make yourself be seen to shine online. It's, it's a different thing, but you have so much to offer. So that's really the main thing. You're not just out here making noise. You're creating really good content and not content just for the likes, but content to really share off your expertise, your master's degree, the experience, the certifications in Google. And one of the things that really helps really bringing your clients on is a really good example of showing the validity or the credibility that you have because Mm -hmm. you got someone else saying it about you. You're not just saying it about yourself, even though we do need to say things about ourselves and write content and that sort of thing. And I will post different awards and things like that that I have, but there's nothing that beats a third party recommendation. Someone else is saying it about you. That's why PR is important as well Mm -hmm. in order to, LaGinia, how to amplify your authority is being vetted by some other authority, some other entity, some kind of outlet um, whether it's a newspaper, magazine, radio show, getting on someone else's podcast, and they are really helping you shine your expertise. Thank you, Mari- Maria. She said, uh thinks you may know her maybe. It says Maria. Emma. Oh,
2: uh, Maria. Yes, I do. <laughs> I said Maria just launched her book and we did it together.
0: Amazing. <laughs> and that's one of the main things that you do need to... To launch, You need to put yourself out there. You need to really show people that you have this uh, expertise and you yeah. want them to understand how to work with you. And so the call yeah. to action is real important. Yeah, PR vetted. Exactly. Yeah, PR vetted. That's one of the things because journalists vet you. So this is the part that I really, and you know this too, Amber, is that when someone may decide that they want to work with you. Or even a journalist just maybe says, you know, maybe I should interview them. They're going to Google you. <laughs> They're going to mm-hmm. Google me, And they want to know what comes up. Okay. So they may mm-hmm. see Facebook, Instagram. They'll look at your website. They'll look at maybe even your community, how many followers you have. They'll look at some media that you've had. And they want to hear, hear how you sound, how you look, especially television. They want to hear how you look and sound. So they'll be looking at that. So The more content, going back to what you were saying, now how to really amplify online your authority is by creating good content, Content, by creating good content. So when they Google you, they'll see some PR links. They'll see you maybe in Speakers Magazine. They'll see maybe you have some books on Amazon. They'll see that you have, you know, seven, 8,000 people following you on Instagram or, or, or whatever, but you don't know who's looking at, what you're not necessarily saying but they are vetting you they're looking at you and seeing your history they'll see your Mm -hmm. history because google doesn't lie they can go see what's on the first page but they may go back two or three or four five pages especially people who are going to be paying premium with you like you said your high ticket people they want to know how consistent have you been they want to know if like three years ago were you selling bread and today (laughs) You know
2: you just jump then, on
0: here yeah and then you just jump on here because you read a book it's like now I'm gonna be at this business coach it's like no how long has she been in that space and for yeah. me, I've been doing this three decades as a publisher wow and really changing a little bit over time because the PR industry changed obviously yeah. I'm not doing things what I started you know, faxing out press releases, obviously I, that would be dead now, right? If I'm just trying to do facts So you gotta change with the times. And mm-hmm. SEO and digital is really like the main thing that I really yeah. really see that you are in that space, the sweet spot. I like the fact that you started with the one thing, your one good product book. And then like you said, from there, it kind of went into everything because that's the stuff you enjoy. Right. It's the stuff that you, you enjoy. Um, the, the other thing that I really like that you talked about in your lessons learned is, um, think long form and long-term show up searchable and evergreen uh, show up on searchable and evergreen platforms. So talk about that one because long form and long-term, and then you said EG YouTube.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You know, you know, if I want to look back in time i've got to you know when we stepped into this new year i asked myself a lot of questions and some things just didn't make sense one of such questions was you have created content for years i've been on instagram since 2016. before that facebook but my thought leadership started on instagram and i've created content for that long and i asked myself is that content searchable Mm. on instagram no because instagram is not search. Set you know it's not optimized for the search engine i mean today we have we have tiktok optimized for search linkedin i'm not sure about linkedin but youtube is 100 optimized linkedin
0: is searchable it oh, is some of the yeah. articles I just, I just
2: ventured linkedin late last year so i'm yeah. still trying to understand the ropes but here's the thing i asked myself all this content i have buried on instagram could have been on youtube And so everything didn't make sense to me because I'm like, okay, if I didn't start years ago, this is the best time to start. And so I figured this is advice for somebody else because I'm already, I'm already going that direction now YouTube Mm -hmm. for me this year. And I believe that if anyone wants to be found online, if you want to be searched, searchable and found, go to a platform that can be searched for. I don't Mm -hmm. think Instagram offers that. Maybe in the future, they would consider that, but currently no. Mm -hmm. And, the fact that you can wake up one day and your account is, is disabled isn't even encouraging. That I mean,
0: happens. Six, six really of cool. last
2: year, I was disabled from my Instagram account and I would have lost all my content. Luckily, I was able to get it back. Yes. <laughs> but that taught me a lot of lessons. Like, so if it goes, it goes. So why don't you go find somewhere that you know your content can be can be given out in long form yes. video? and can be durable can serve posterity you can go back there five years from now it's still there i never heard of anyone's accounts who we was giving good value and it was disabled by youtube
0: no no unless, unless they did something really really exactly. bad but for the most exactly. part youtube will not do that
2: right exactly but we mm-hmm. see a lot of this happening on instagram and it's actually okay. unfair because people are just trying to work hard and and living out of their businesses and leveraging online platforms just to see it being taken off their you know hands by some platform that you don't even own but youtube offers us more advantage even the fact that you can get paid as a thought leader you know mm-hmm. if you get a certain amount of you know visibility mm-hmm. or reach you can mm-hmm. get paid so i see a lot of leverage going on there that instagram hasn't quite offered and that was what led to me giving that advice that think long form and yes. YouTube encourages long form because, of, of course, they've added shots. But long form content is going to get real actual clients, high ticket clients who are ready, who sit down and try and listen to what you have to say and are willing to pay. And of mm-hmm. course, you can find that information years from now. It still be searchable and you'll be found as long as you use SEO well.
0: Yes. And the thing is, um, I call it a Googleicious or searchable, right? You're Googleicious from the... Uh, from. Um, <laughs> One of those made up words, but YouTube and Google are, they're owned by each other. I think Google owns YouTube. So so that's one of the main things. LinkedIn is searchable as well. If you write long form content in the form of articles. So if you write it in the form of articles, not necessarily posts, but in the form of articles, it is searchable as well.
1: So that's one of
0: the things to do Mm -hmm. as well. But you know what? We are like at 26, 22. Like, I'm like, I cannot believe it. Like we're already at, and we haven't even gone over that. So I want you to tell people what they can find that I dare not dread, because that's kind of like how we started, you know, where you, you wanted to really jump out there and say, okay, I'm going to risk. I'm going, in order to win, you got to take a risk or I dare not dread, you cannot dread things. So you've got to have that that thing, that confidence about yourself to to really put yourself out there. So where would they go if they go to I Dare Not Dread? And see, that's the other thing, because you had a whole nother you had a whole nother story about that, right? Because you had the, you did the conferences and all of that. Well just talk about really quick about how that came about, how how that took off.
2: Oh well, okay, so I mean for me, the name just came up as a philosophy. I remember telling you about this when we had the talk last time. I was, at, at some point I finished my master's from the UK and I was just job searching. So I went into blogging and I would always put out blog posts every Tuesday. And then one of those days, as I was blogging, the name just dropped in my head and I wrote it down. I dare not dread. It didn't make any sense. I just wrote it down. And then sometime along the line, I got so in, intrigued, intrigued by TED Talks and I started listening to a lot of TED Talks and I I decided, okay, how about I do my own TED Talk? I figured I needed to apply, and it was going to take six to eight weeks. I said, no, I'm not going to wait for that. I'm just going to do it now. So I decided to create my own version of TED Talk, and when the time came up to come up with a name, I figured, okay, where's that name? <laughs> <laughs> so it turned out that that was my name. That was the name of the event. So I did not it actually started as a TED-like event, mm-hmm. where I would pull a lot of People together as an audience and call a few speakers to come speak to this audience you know to share their stories share their ideas and inspire them I did that for two years so I did it every October for two years October 25th for for two years at the time and after that I figured no this is not enough it's not just enough to tell people stories and that's it how about you know after they're inspired they need something more they need they need they need some more push they need some more you know they need you to help them to the next level and so I figured okay how about I go into capacity building and that's how at that time I got interested in Instagram I get I got interested on working on Instagram and that's how I created a page online and I said teaching I said helping I said offering education helping capacity building and that was also the time I got my certification on digital marketing so Mm -hmm. that was my call and that brand just you know, evolved into what it is today. Because mm-hmm. outside of just coming to share stories, it became one of capacity building and helping people. And now it has become more like a philosophy, like something I live by, something yes. you said you saw my post yesterday when I told my audience, my community, that I was freaking out. <laughs> you know, and it's interesting because majority of them were speaking the word back to me they were telling me I'm bad, you dare not dread yes <laughs> exactly like, oh God, I was like yeah because last have time to we talked, right we... back the words yes <laughs> it was amazing
0: it's a part of it's a part of you and it was inspired yes. you know it was mm-hmm. inspired of you to do the TED talk type of type of event for two years led to books led to really digital marketing like you said it was your calling It just that Felt really good because you were helping people get over the dread of technology, showing exactly. how, how to how because people will that will people will let that stop them, and and you were like no we're going to keep going through that and so that is so important because people are so brilliant people are so smart women are so smart in business but they they let technology stop them and so yes. in order to amplify their authority online they have to bust through that they've got to be able to say okay. I'm going to put myself out there. I'm gonna, I'm going to get some press release written, and I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to get on some podcasts. I'm going to uh, follow, you know, and get on the email list for Amber, and she's going to have these challenges for me to do, right? Because you have challenges, and things. that's the thing. It's like she's going to challenge me. Yes, dare not dread. Don't don't let those things really keep you from being your best you know yes. being your personal best so that you can actually share your expertise, help the people you're called to help be seen and and I just think you're so refreshing. I told you this before. You're so refreshing because thank you. You're going to have your your clients tomorrow. Um we had Maria over here as well. You know, but you you take the time to work with people one on one to build their business, to to build capacity, to get over you know, if they're scared of of technology, yeah. and uh, and I really appreciate that because you're not just out here like, oh, you know, let's make a million dollars and you know in six days and da 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 this and that. You know, that whole that whole what I call that whole um, grifter mentality, right? That fire island mentality, right? It's like <laughs> it's not, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're actually trying to put together businesses for people that work for them within what they feel is success. And that's what yes. you're doing. So I really, really yes. appreciate you. It's so good. So thank you so thank much. You. <laughs> thank you so much, Amber. Is thank there you. anything else that do you that you would like to add? It's going to be dated, but but um you want them to just go to the website or you have a, a challenge coming up. What what's going on?
2: Okay, so um yeah I mean I help people write books. So if you want to if you know you want to do that Right now, our doors are open, and we are allowing people who are interested in launching their books online. And it's interesting because when we train you to launch it online, you can actually print it. So you can have your printed version. So, (laughs) yes. So if you're willing to do this and you're ready to kick back that fear and just go on and head on and do this, and some be right here speaking with Dr. Palm <laughs> or being on her magazine. Yeah, let's, let's get started on that. Let's help you put your book out, your knowledge and expertise out to the world. And we start off from there. From there, who knows? You may just have your next coaching program come out from that. Yes, that's and it. your consulting business draw from that and all of that. But I'm ready to help you. And it's not just me, it's me and a host of other authors I've trained. So we're all together in this community ready to spur you onto action and help you get this done in 30 days so that's the program that I have set up for, for anyone who's ready to start and you can just reach out to me my website is idarenotdred.com I think Dr. Pam had it on the screen on the screen mm-hmm. idarenotdred.com mm-hmm. you can also reach out to me on Instagram at idenotdread, Facebook at idenotdread, Twitter at idenotdread. Okay. on LinkedIn however my name is Amber Eyama You find me there on LinkedIn too. Yeah. Very
0: good. Very good. And I am planning a trip to Dubai, so you know I'm going to be hooking oh, wow. up over there. So that's oh, wow. going to be happening soon. That's going to be happening <laughs> so You got to know your way around there, so you can take us to the best places. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we talked about that too. It's like, where are you going? Where's the places? Show, show us. So that would be good. So I'll definitely make sure. And um, if you have retreats or that, make sure you send out an invite. Let me know. Let's stay in touch. Okay.
2: Sure. Sure. All Thank right. you.
0: Thank you so much. All righty. Thank you, Um, you, Anza. All right. So I'm Pam Perry. And so with that, thank you guys for joining us. We'll talk to you later.
1: You've been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast brought to you by PamPerryPR.com, where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media, and promote yourself with confidence. Head over to pamperypr.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch. In order to be considered in media places or superstar stages, pamperypr.com where you help you shine like a superstar.